<clears throat> and welcome back to the Awfully Irish Podcast. So uh, today we have ourselves a very, very cool guest. Uh, uh, how about you introduce yourself? Um, Jack Horner. I'm a paleontologist. I uh, dig up dinosaurs. And I'm basically a glorified ditch digger. <laughs> I, uh, I teach teach at a university, Chapman University in Orange, California, currently. Thomas, fix your mic. Thomas, your mic. <laughs> Is that my mic? Sorry. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, you, you're doing something uh, very special at the moment. Uh, people may or may not know about. Uh, you want to bring back the dinosaurs in a very unique way. Well, I, you know, I, I certainly want to find out. I want to see if we can. Um, I'm interested in, in just seeing what we can do with, with uh, very light genetic engineering. Um, see if we can see if, uh, you know, birds are, are living dinosaurs. They're the descendants of the extinct dinosaurs. And there are, there are uh, genes that, that are called atavistic genes. They are genes that have been turned off during the course of evolution. And if they exist in birds, uh, which they should, uh, and we can find them, it's, it's potentially possible to turn them back on and and at least retrieve a few of the uh, of the characteristics that have been lost uh, in the evolution from extinct dinosaurs to birds. So, like, what kind of ones do you want to bring back then? Well, you know, you know, birds I, are dinosaurs anyway, but what features are you trying to bring back? Well, I, I you know, I'd, it would be cool if we could if we could bring back some of the features that that uh, that kind of identify an extinct dinosaur like you know like their their uh you know their arms and hands right they're with claws on them and and they have a long bony tail and they have a head that you know i mean the velociraptor head looks a lot different than a bird's head you know, also they have teeth and you know birds don't generally sport teeth so yeah. you know if we, so 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 basically you know if we could just take a bird and 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 give it arms and you know transform its arms and hands back to wing or its wings back to arms and hands and give it a long bony tail and give it a head that looks more like a dinosaur a velociraptor than a chicken uh, we'd have something that looked pretty close to a dinosaur without too much trouble and what makes you want to do this? Like, it's uh, you see, see it in the movies. I know you were involved in the Jurassic Park movies, in Jurassic World. Uh, what what made you want to do this? Well, first off, you know, movies are fiction, right? I mean, people that people that make movies are trying to entertain people. They they do not go, you know, if you're going to make a a movie about about wild animals chasing people. You don't make a documentary, right? So, so you know, if you're going to make a, a story about lions and tigers and all these kind of animals chasing people, 
you're not going to go to Africa or India and and film live ones because you know they sit around and sleep all day. You know, so you know in in a Steven Spielberg movie, you have to have some action, right? So so your dinosaurs are actors and they're doing things that they would not do in real life. So, you know, I want to make I would like to make a real dinosaur, you know, that and unfortunately the dinosaur is probably just gonna sit around and sleep most of the day, just like any other animal. Yeah. It's not it's not gonna be like the movies. Right. It's not uh, gonna chase your cats and dogs, you know, it's not gonna run around the neighborhood and and cause a ruckus. And uh you've said before you wanna do with like chickens. But one thing some people can't wrap their mind around is if uh, if you give a, a chicken a tail and teeth and hands, it's still a chicken. It is still a chicken. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, it's going to act like a chicken. It is going to act like a chicken. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's not about trying to get the chicken to act like a dinosaur or or anything else. The idea really is just to see if we can retrieve some of these lost characteristics. That's really all there is to it, you know, and and make you know create an animal that that looks a little more like a dinosaur. You know, it's it is it 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 is a mutated bird basically. But then you know all of us are mutated something or other, right? I mean that's yeah. that's what evolution is all about is mutations. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, just want to point out, lad, you've been awful quiet. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm just I'm I'm interested in listening and then giving it, a bit of feedback. Yeah, it's so it's like science it's it's science wow. fiction y. Yeah. Like, you, you can't really believe it's actually being done. Yeah. Fine. I, I mean, you know, I mean you know, it's 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 uh science is pretty cool, you know. We're it's it's interesting to see what we can discover, don't you think? Mm. Of course, yeah. Speaking of things you can discover, you have contributed a lot to that field. Can you tell us a bit about stuff you've you've done over your career. Oh, I you know I've I've dug up a lot of dinosaurs. So you know I started early on. I guess some of the first things that I was involved with were finding baby dinosaurs and dinosaur eggs. Uh, dinosaur embryos, you know, learning, I learned a lot of, you know, my working on trying to understand dinosaur social behaviors, uh, how dinosaurs, you know, the fact that they lived in colonies like birds. And it, it really was, you know, sort of the first evidence that really did show the, the similarity of dinosaurs and birds, you know, in, in their behaviors. So that was a lot of fun, and then uh, you know, went on from there to find a lot of new dinosaurs, and, you know, named some new ones, and and then um, you know a lot of projects having to do with growth, um, what we call ontogeny, how dinosaurs change as they grow up. Uh, you, you did TED talk on that, didn't you? Pardon? Yes, I did a TED talk on that. That's correct. And then we did the Hell Creek Project, which was this all-encompassing, you know, probably the the largest paleontological dinosaur project in history, where we took, you know, 
a whole bunch of people from all different uh, avenues of geology and biology and paleontology, and we went out and, and spent years collecting out of the Hell Creek Formation, where we got, you know, a dozen T-Rexes and, and 100 Triceratops skeletons. So, so we could do, you know, some really cool population studies and statistical studies to look at how dinosaurs grow um, and how they change. And, and again, it, it showed, a, you know, a strong link with, with, their, with their descendants, the birds. Yeah, mm. you. Uh, I've seen a couple of stuff uh, you saying you like to call the T Rex a, a scavenger instead of a, a massive predator and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I do. Uh, that is that's very true. Um, you know, and it's. I have to say that, you know, I get a lot of hate mail from sixth graders. <laughs> they really do not like that idea, uh, but. One of the things that I try to point out to everyone, to kids and everyone else, is, is that, you know, we need to use data. We need to use information. We, use, we, use to, we need to use our scientific uh, evidence that we find before we say something. So just because T-Rex is big and has big teeth and, and you know, looks ferocious does not necessarily mean it's an apex predator. There has to be evidence to say that. And, and if you look at a Tyrannosaurus rex skeleton and next to it have a, a picture of a velociraptor, you will notice that they are just completely different. I mean, basically everything is opposite. Um, T-Rex, you know, has its, its iconical short little front legs, its arms. Uh, velociraptors have good grasping arms. You could imagine a velociraptor actually running, chasing something and catching it. And yeah. <clears throat> Tyrannosaurus rex, you know, is a gigantic animal that probably weighed, you know, who knows, you know. I mean, it, 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 it weighed as much as a, as a couple of elephants. And, and you know, yeah, I mean, it's just a... a you know, a, a very large creature. We know that it yeah. really couldn't run. Um, uh, it's it's also you know if you look at the leg proportions, the the upper upper leg bone, the femur, and the mm. lower uh, bones, the the shin bones or the, the tibia, they're they're about the same length. In fact, sometimes in in some individuals, the the uh, the the femur, the upper arm, bone, upper leg bone, is actually longer than the lower one, and in animals that are bipedal, like birds that run fast, have, they have a short femur and a long tibia, and that gives them the, you know, the leverage to run really fast. So, T-Rex has the opposite of that. It's got these short little arms. It's got these legs that look like they're really made for long distance walking, rather than running. Um, they have bone-crushing teeth. You know, most virtually all of the meat-eating dinosaurs uh, have have blade-shaped teeth. Velociraptor and and even the allosaurs and animals like that have blade-shaped teeth for slicing meat, apparently. Hmm. But Tyrannosaurus Sorry, rex. I missed that. Could you say it again? 
<laughs> Tyrannosaurus Rex has has bone crushing teeth. So it has evolved bone crushing teeth. You know, it it its ancestors didn't have bone crushing teeth. They had bone they had these laterally compressed teeth. So so Tyrannosaurus Rex has you know followed a path where it evolved these bone crushing teeth and and why do that if you're a top predator i mean it just doesn't make any sense if you're the first if you're the one that does the killing you're there first you can eat the meat hmm. if you're there second or third then you're going to need bone crushing teeth and that's what we see with hyenas uh, yes hyenas do take down animals once in a while my parrot is going kind of crazy right now. <laughs> My <A> little dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you know, it, and when we look at the olfactory, the, the smelling sense that the T. Rex had has a huge olfactory lobe for you know what we think is long distance smelling. It's not like a like a like a dog it's not like a, a dog that can tell whether you were there the day before it has more of a of a an olfactory system that is much much more like a like a turkey vulture so you know just add up all of the evidence and it suggests that at least t-rex is most likely an opportunist it would just take food however it could get it and that is not being like a cheetah and probably not even being like a lion, being a lot more like, you know, just taking taking carcasses more often than not, if they're available. It may be a sick animal or a, or a, a weak uh, prey animal, but no reason for Tyrannosaurus rex to be chasing around, running after something that is healthy. So... Like it just kind of steals, or yeah, no, I got you. You know, we, I, I changed my perspective on a Jurassic Park. Humans are like this. Too. We we are opportunists as well. I mean, you know, if, if back in our early days, you know, in our evolutionary history, you can imagine that that our ancestors would likely have waited for a predator to take down something and then chase them away. Mm. It's an easier meal than, you know, trying to, you know, run down a deer. Of course. Better off to wait for a coyote to take it down and then chase the coyote away. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, we just see the movies. We don't think of this stuff. Yeah, you just <laughs> that's right. take that's, what's given yep. to you and just kind of oh that's how it must have been you know but yeah. if you think about it kind of like that yeah no it makes sense i remember like a few years ago when there was like uh the articles going around on facebook and all that like t-rex couldn't run and people were like so upset there, over there's it there's no way there's they no were way. like no my favorite <laughs> movie is a lie that's yeah, true that's what true. i found out like most dinosaurs had at Fetters, I was, I remember being like 12 and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't believe it. It was like, I, it was all ruined. 
that's what I say. I, you know, the six, a lot of children, they just, they, they don't, they don't like these ideas. They, they, uh, they like the movie ideas, you know. Steven Spielberg makes better dinosaurs than us paleontologists. <laughs> well, you were you were involved in um, the design for the dinosaurs, weren't you? Pardon? You were like a scientific advisor for those movies, weren't you? I was. I was the scientific advisor for all of the ones that have been made so far. I am not uh, involved with the one that's being created right now. Uh, hmm. Stephen Brissetti, who's at the uh, at the museum in, in Edinburgh, Scotland, is actually the advisor of this new one. Oh, that was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I know you you were like in charge of designing the Indominus Rex, uh, this genetically modified right. dinosaur. What made you uh, make the way it was? Well, you know, I, was, you know, the people wanted a, a dinosaur that, you know, that, you know, that was was mean and nasty as it could be. So, you know, we we know that if we actually could bring dinosaurs back, and you know, we can do transgenic engineering. I mean, it, you know, we do that even now. We can take genes out of one animal and put it in another. We we do that with glowfish. Right, where you take the glow genes out of a out of a jellyfish and put them in a in a uh, zebra fish and make them glow in the dark. So, you know, transgenic engineering is one of those things that we have the capability of doing. And so, if we had dinosaurs, if we actually could bring them back the way they did in Jurassic Park, we actually probably could make transgenic dinosaurs and Indominus Rex is theoretically an animal like that where you know it's got cuttlefish skin to camouflage and and then you know we add some you know velociraptor mean genes together with some t-rex big genes and you know theoretically you could get yourself a really nasty animal so uh so we can make a glowing dino chicken now that's great <laughs> um what was i gonna ask um, you, you, you've run into a bit of, or in general, the Dino Chicken Project's run into a bit of problems with, uh, with the tail. Uh, yeah. Do you explain That's... a little bit about that, if you're able to? Yeah, well, it, you know, it's, it's simple, you know. Like I said, we're, you know, the idea really is to look for atavistic genes. I mean, you know, the, the project really was to see whether we could retrieve uh, dinosaur characteristics that have been lost during the course of evolution. And so, you know, the only genes that that could be retrieved are atavistic genes, ones that have been turned off. And, and there are a number of them. Uh, tooth, the teeth, for example, is one. The shape of the head is, is, is a a couple of them, um, the leg, um, some leg, leg bones that are more dinosaur than bird-like are, are examples. The arms and hands are examples, but the tail isn't. 
rediscovered. That's one of the things we discovered was the tail, the long tail, the loss of the long tail is not uh, the result of, an, of a gene that has just been turned off. It's been lost, which means if we are going to make an animal with a long tail, we're actually going to have to do transgenic engineering to get it. And that, you know, sort of defeats the purpose of the project because so because then you're you know you're you're making an indominus rex rather than than you know uh that rather than retro engineering evolution would you have to use one of the uh close relatives with tails like deuterarchosaurs like crocodiles or alligators yeah probably yeah we i mean we're not sure i mean you know we're yeah, still kind of we're still trying to figure that out we you know we are still the the team is still working on the tail i mean they're and they're learning a lot of really cool things about you know how tails how tails work and and how they form in a bird and 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 we're you know actually learning things that are applicable to human beings so you know, and and may be able to solve some some genetic, you know, um, diseases that humans have. So, you know, it, it's a cool project, and it and it continues. But we're not going to be able to make the dinosaur we were hoping to make based on yeah, atavist, yeah. you know, reversing evolution, basically. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like byproducts of what you're doing. Like, if if it goes wrong. You're doing something else, and that's useful anyway. So yeah. a lot's being learned from wanting to make a dinosaur chicken. It's a very positive thing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, so how how far off the uh, a dino chicken do you think we are? Like a fully fledged. Five ten. Well, that you know that's a good question. Now, without you know, what what we don't know how long it might take. Making a tail, um, you can't just you know, lop off a you know. You know, an alligator embryonic <laughs> tail and, and tie it onto a bird. I mean, you know, have you tried? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, that has it has been attempted. I mean, oh God, some kinds of things like that have been attempted, but they're done. You know, they're done in, at a level where the embryo is just minute. I mean, it's mm, you know, it's yeah. basically a bunch of cells. Yeah. And not really an organism. So you know, it's none of this. None of these experiments are done on anything that looks like a you know an animal. There, it's okay. it's really a a collection of 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 cells that have you know recently um, differentiated. So you know, it's 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 very you know, it's done with very early embryos. Yeah, and it's it's cruelty. Yeah. Like it's not. It, there's no cruelty. So that's right. that's yeah. that's important. Like, well, you know, it's you know that's 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 a discussion you could have. You know, a philosophical yeah. discussion you could have with a with a lot of people that understand things rather than not understand things, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're all made of cells. We're made of, you know, 30 trillion cells. And each one of those cells, you could say, is one of us, right? Yeah. 
because if you take a cell, you can clone it and make another human being. So, or you know, a pig cell and make a pig. I mean, yeah. Again, it's you know, it's one of these conversations that 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 you can have, but it makes sense if everybody is actually you know trained in biology before you actually make that kind of a discussion. I, I think you get a bit of flack off people for wanting to make dinosaur chicken. You, you talked about it before, but, uh, you know, I'm definitely on the side of making it because there's, there's more benefits <laughs> than negatives by, by a mile. I think so, too, yes. And then you got to impress the eight graders. Well, it'd be fun anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, I as the art the argument I keep making when people talk about stuff like that is, you know, we've we have messed around with dogs, right? Domestic dogs, we have messed around with them fiercely, and people still have chihuahuas and shih tzus and all these weird things that that have incredible mutations. Yeah. You know, that I mean, that's the discussion to have if you can if you can you know, if it's okay to to breed dogs that have their lower jaws extended farther than their upper jaws, you know, just to give them that bulldog look. I mean, if that's okay, then like, you know, that's pretty bad. I know chicken is nothing. Yeah, think of it like a chicken with a tail, or a dog that's in pain for its entire life and can't breed. Like, right. well, that's exactly nobody in right. a position to argue there. Right. Yeah. But uh, oh. yeah, I'm I'm lost now. <laughs> what to say? It's like uh, I was actually I was wondering. Uh, we were talking about your like discoveries and finds earlier. What do you think was like the most exciting discovery of your uh, career? You so know, far? I uh, people ask me that a lot. I you know. My my first answer is always, you know, my graduate students, just finding finding <laughs> all these brilliant people that have gone on to make names for themselves. So I'm really proud of them. But, you know, as far as as paleontological discoveries, I think the the most excited I ever was was finding a, a clutch of the you know, the first basically the first clutch of Dinosaur eggs that had little baby skeletons inside of them. I saw a picture of that one earlier on. Yeah, yeah. That was that was just absolutely unbelievable. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I I would have thought your your answer would have been uh, the soft tissue. You guys well, found soft you know, tissue with that, uh, that that I would I would I would, you know, that was my that was one of my graduate students that made that discovery. Um. Mary Schweitzer. She was one of my former doctoral students, and I would say that should be her favorite. That should be her yeah. most, you know, her crowning achievement. But uh, it's not mine. I, you know, like I say, I my my achievement in all of that was, you know, taking her on as a graduate student. <laughs> And what difference did that discovery make? Like that—that's a big deal. Like you're thinking, like we're dealing with these tiny little rocks, and then like you find the soft tissue in them. I got that—that's a big deal. It is a big deal. It's still, you know, pretty controversial. I mean, there's a lot of 
there's still some controversy involved in that. But, you know, I again, it's one of these things where, you know, information is the most important thing. Right. I mean, yeah. every, you know, naysayers are a dime a dozen. Right. People that that disagree with you um, are easy to come by. But yeah. you know, the, the evidence that Mary has is is pretty overwhelming. So has it been uh, replicated before? Like Pardon? a couple of times. Say that again. Like have they replicated the experiment a couple of times to make sure oh, it was many, many times. Yes, many times. How 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 are any naysayers like it's just it's been proven? No, they they're saying that the soft tissues are are um, are bacterial. Hmm. Look a lot like blood vessels to me. Like biofilm, yeah, I yeah, <laughs> I, it's unclear, and you know, Mary and her team and uh, have have. Done chemical analysis. I mean, you know, it's right. It's, it's unclear to me what you know how that the uh, naysayers the naysayers really haven't falsified any of her her hypotheses. They've just kind of created their own. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like not proven. A, yeah, it's there's always going to be naysayers. Like yeah. I think that the biggest thing of just flat Earth is still people that think the Earth is flat. And you're not going to change your mind otherwise. That's a good way to think about it. I actually have a question for you. There's a subset of people in this world who don't believe that the dinosaurs ever existed and that they're made up. Oh, my God. What what do you you think about that? (laughs) There was a guy on Joe Rogan debunking it before. Yeah, you know, I actually have uh, a friend uh, who is a fundamentalist evangelical Christian. And he did not believe in dinosaurs. And so, you know, I took him to a dinosaur dig. And it just blew him away. I mean, he (laughs) he was literally amazed as the team was digging these bones out of the rock. He realized that 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 they were there and. And later, uh, it was during a summer, and later in that summer, he actually had me come and talk to his his parishioners Hmm. and bring some dinosaur bones into the church, (laughs) (laughs) which I did. I mean, and and people, you know, liked it, and, and he told them, you know, dinosaurs are real, you know. It was there was, like, was a big you know, new discovery. That's was, so cool. There was, uh, well, you know, and people are misinformed. They, you know, mm-hmm. they can stay misinformed for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to, you have to show them, you know, you have to show them things, and 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 then he, you know, he basically backed me up and said, yes, they're they're real, you know. Now, you know, he he and I disagreed on how old they were, obviously. Of course not. <laughs> but but at least we got past the point of dinosaurs not existing. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, that's important. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, just what you were saying there, like people being misinformed, like that, that's that's one of the reasons we wanted to get you on before. Uh, we did an episode, I think, on the dino chicken before, but we were so 
stupid and yeah, we aware of stuff. All over the place about All it. over the shop. <laughs> we just said, okay, well, let's see about getting them on to talk about this. Yeah. So, yeah. As, I, as we said before, um, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So, we, yeah, said we may we, as well ask. We tend, we tend no, not true. to try... Like we try not to dive too deep into things just in case we make a complete fool of ourselves. Yeah. No, without too, too much information. So <laughs> Yeah. The good thing we have you on. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. And you again, thank you for getting on today. You're very welcome. It's a big deal to me. <laughs> As I've said it before. Yeah, George has um, been non stop talking about the dino chicken ever since he found out about it. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully someday we can figure out how to make one. Yeah, and for people who don't understand why, why did you go with a chicken? Well, the, it's just you know, all birds are equally related. They all share a common ancestor, which yeah. is a dinosaur, you know, a non-avian, you know, extinct dinosaur. But to do these experiments, we need eggs. We need a viable egg. And and chicken eggs, a viable chicken egg only costs five dollars, right? As you can imagine, a viable ostrich egg is a lot more, and it's probably a hundred bucks. So, mm. you know, if you're going if you're going to need a bunch of eggs, then you want to do it as cheaply as possible. Chicken is the is the way to go. You know, Aren't, consider, uh, how, consider how many chickens are consumed and how many chicken eggs are consumed every single day in this world. I mean, it's just billions, right? I mean, yeah, I had three eggs for breakfast. It's great. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, give me a second here. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, oh yeah, why don't you guys use like a more primitive... Uh, species like uh like what was it the, the just because you said ostriches like isn't there a family tree uh uh more primal than the rest of birds yeah but but like i said they're all equally related so if mm -hmm. you can do it with a chicken then you can do it with anything else once we you know once we can we once we can do this with a chicken we don't have to use a chicken we can we can then do it with an ostrich or that's or Soriyama or, you know, or a, a, a hornbill or, you know, whatever. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing. You got nothing? <laughs> it's just so cool. <laughs> so I, got, I, I can't explain how blown away I am by this just the last <laughs> 35 minutes. <laughs> Uh, wait. You had a question there, Thomas. How's every uh, How's everything in Ireland? Everything in Ireland's pretty good so far. We're coming at. We're in phase four, three. Which phase are we in now, lads? We're in same. phase three at the moment. In phase three, coming out of lockdown. Uh, yeah, you know? I think phase four is at the end of the month. Pretty much, you can do anything except go to a pub that doesn't serve food. Mm. Or oh, cinemas. No. Our Our county but, county. No, cinema, no, cinemas are reopening. And. Uh, County Offaly hasn't oh, yeah. had any COVID cases in two weeks, so. Congratulations! I'm in California where we're spiking. Yeah, oh, you, uh, are you re-entering lockdown? A I think whole bunch I of people went to the beach. 
Yeah, no, I know. I've seen the, I've seen all the the video. There's loads of videos and yeah. pictures of yeah, people. Yeah, the photos. Oh fun. my god. Mm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Talk about people that are in mis misinformed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of that over in America. How they've been misinformed, like because it's everywhere. Like you can't walk outside your house without seeing a sign to stay inside or like take. Uh, like precautions. Well, we have a president who thinks it's a hoax. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I seen a couple of memes, and it was like the rest of the world recovering, and then the U.S. And it's like believing in the virus is a political opinion. Oh, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wasn't he telling people to like uh, drink bleach at the start of it, and it kills the virus and stuff like that? Oh, no, it wasn't bleach. It was. Uh, it was like dental disinfectant. It, it was disinfectant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, have they checked that? Uh, when that guy's your president, you, yeah, you, yeah, you're in pretty it's, much. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah, no. Sure, look, uh, you know, Ireland's a lot nor more normal. If you want to ever consider. Yeah, I, I, I like, I, I've spent, you know, I've spent quite a bit of time in Ireland. I like it a lot. Oh really? Where were you? Where were you? You know, I've, I've been over a couple of times for the. Festival of Curiosity that's held in Dublin oh, wow. every summer. Uh, I've been there a couple of times. You're hardly coming there anytime soon, right? Well, uh, you know, hard to say when the next time I'll come. Mm. I was there last summer. Uh, well, if there's another Curiosity Fest after all of this stuff, we, the three of us definitely need to go and meet you. Yeah, <laughs> or at least see you give a talk. Because, oh my God, when you get up on that stage, there's no stopping you. <laughs> yeah, that's, one, that's one thing I love. Like, the first time I seen you was from a TED Talk. And I was like, geez, this guy knows what he's talking about. This is some crazy stuff. And I kept going and going further into that rabbit hole. And here we are. <laughs> Only thing about Ireland is uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say there's less dinosaurs. <laughs> Actually, that's a question I wanted to ask. Um... Have dinosaurs been found in Ireland? Because I've never heard of it ever being said. I know, like in Britain, yeah, but not, not Ireland. Say that again. Ireland? Um, no. Do you know if they've ever found dinosaurs in Ireland? No. They they lived in Ireland. They're just You just don't have the right rocks exposed. Hmm. Yeah. Only two dinosaur fossil bones have been found in Ireland. And they're oh. both from the same location on, on the con county Antrim coast. So in the uh, north, imagine how lucky you'd be. Mm -hmm. Imagine how lucky you'd be to find one of two. <laughs> and they're both. Um, it was a herbivore called Skeletorus and a carnivore, Megalosaurus. Where, where were they found? Antrum. They'd be in the north. Oh, it's Northern Ireland. It's not Northern Ireland. Okay. <laughs> well, I did. That's news to me. I did not realize that. I didn't even know that as well. Uh, we, we live here. We didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the most of the dinosaurs in in the Great Britain area have come from the Isle of Wight. Isle of Wight. On the south, you know, the southern part of England. No, so there's there's quite a few dinosaurs found there. Oh, there's been a couple found there, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's if you ever get there, that's kind of there's a nice museum there. Guys, are we going digging, are we? 
I'm sure man might as well. I mean I think the only thing I've actually heard found here in the last few years was like there was a plane from World War Two recovered from like a uh, uh, a field. <laughs> I think you're thinking about like a they, bomb. I don't think any planes were here. No, no, there was a there was definitely a plane. I can't sure. remember what type of plane it was. We, we were yeah. neutral during the war. Yeah, the plane was shot, a, a, I think a plane was shot down just right. over England, but it glided all the way here and then crashed into a field. <laughs> That's cool. Is that World War Two or World War One? I? I can't remember, but yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. It was in the last few years. What? Other than that, oh, he's drinking a kind of monster. Good on you. Good man yourself. Oh, love it. <laughs> um... Did I ask already? Uh, why did you want to become a paleontologist? Because you I said before like, you you I wanted want a pet dinosaur. No, I, this way. I, <laughs> I found my first, you know, I I found my first fossils when I was four. I found my first dinosaur when I was my first dinosaur bone when I was eight. I found my first dinosaur skeleton when I was thirteen. You're kind of like a real life Alan Grant. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible, wow. Yeah, I you know, like, really. <laughs> Could you imagine being, like, a, a 13-year-old and you just find a dinosaur skeleton and you're like, holy Darn. shit. Darren, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, I don't want to surprise you, but we're, we're with the guy that did. I know. <laughs> yeah. Could you just, like, just, just put yourself in his shoes? Imagine. That was pretty cool, yeah. Just the yeah, shot. That was really cool. <laughs> did, did they actually base Alan Grant off you? That's what uh, that's what is said. That's what Michael Crichton said. Well, I guess that means it's true. And that's what Steven Spielberg said. Wow! You know, that's, that's that, incredible. You know, I'm just glad he didn't get eaten. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> isn't he coming back for the next one? He is <laughs> supposed to be in the next one. Uh, uh, Sam back for the next uh, the next Jurassic World. Yeah, I unfortunately, you know, I'm not working on that one, so I have no idea what it's what's going to look like. Uh, what's your experience when you're on set for these movies? Like, how are you how are you treated? No, I'm treated <laughs> very well. To do? You know, making a movie. To, I've told the people at the movie in the movie business, you know, Steven Spielberg and all. I wouldn't trade my job for theirs for anything. I mean, it's <clears throat> quite frankly, I think making a movie is boring. They just do the same thing over and over and over again to get the right shot. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, and everything is fake. So, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah if you weigh those two jobs out there, yeah, you just, uh, you're, you're pretending to be someone who digs up dinosaur bones for fun. Right. And then you're actually being someone, I think more people would go for the real deal. Yeah, I, well, you know. Um, a number of the people on the set actually came out to the dinosaur field uh, after they were done making the movies. So, wow, that's pretty cool. So I think they agreed. Mm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> how how does someone go about becoming a paleontologist? Um, well, I was like I said, I was born this way, so I I just. Yeah. I guess to officially become one, you have to go to college and get some kind of a degree. <laughs> Usually in geology, uh, paleontology is basically a cross between geology and biology. Mm. So, 
you're a geobiologist or a biogeologist. <laughs> That's what a paleontologist is. I mean, it, it's good to learn about geology because the bones are actually in rocks. But they are animals, and so you need the biology as well. So, yeah. do you specialize with just, uh, I guess, dinosaurs, or do you go for any, any other time periods? Like, it's uh, kind of an awkward I, question. I don't yeah, know what I'm I, talking about. I'm just asking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only like dinosaurs. That's good. Makes right, sense. Okay. So you're you're not going, going around looking for uh, woolly mammoths, huh? Well, you know, if I'm in an area that has woolly mammoths, I'm going to look for them. If I'm in an area that's really old and only has trilobites, like the one that you just held up. Uh, my my you know, prize you know, possession over there. You know, that's from, uh, that's from Morocco. I recognize that trilobite. Oh, wow. Uh, I got it in France. Uh, it was in Brittany. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's from Morocco. <laughs> yeah. You've been oh. <laughs> you've been you've been bamboozled. Yeah, that is from Morocco. Absolutely. I in fact hang on. Oh. <laughs> this is great Jared guys. Is, Jared is about to die because he's about to reveal so that he has a matching trilobite. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, <laughs> oh my like... god. <laughs> we have matching trilobites. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think I think we just I think we just found a, a title for this episode. Matching <laughs> <laughs> trilobites. <laughs> I need to go call my mom after this episode. <laughs> Speaking of call, I'm getting one. <laughs> Excuse me. Now you're gone, well, that made my day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you have your own little uh, museum, don't you? Pardon? You have your own museum, don't you? Full of dinosaur bones. Uh, no, I I used um, I used to work at the Museum of the Rockies. I retired in at, uh, in June of 2016, um, and one of my uh, doctoral students, one of my former doctoral students, is now uh, the curator there. Uh, and so, you know, I I, uh, I retired when I turned 70 and decided that I, you know, wanted to just teach for a while. And yeah, there's some of the there's some of the pictures of some of the things I dug up. There's some T-Rexes. You dug up the B-Rex, did you? We, yeah, well, we, my teams dug up 12 T-Rex skeletons. Oh, wow. Jesus. Fair few. Yeah, there was a few. It's more than I've gotten, anyway. Well done, As, uh, You've beaten my record, in all fairness. <laughs> We're only on six. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. Find, find them in the bog of Allen. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's kind of it, man. Yeah. Pardon? Um, yeah, I guess that's kind of it. We've co covered a fair bit. Uh, you've made my day, definitely. <laughs> Our matching uh, trilobites. And uh, yeah. Yeah. 
hopefully people have learned a fair bit about this and uh, you can start supporting uh, rather than shitting on the Dino Chicken Project. Yeah, well. I'll, I'll be honest, lads. I want to see dinosaur. I want to pet dinosaur. <laughs> I have a, I, I have a GoFundMe site for it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll up the screen now. Yeah. Any, any contributions you can, you know, every every little bit helps. Um, Is that a problem with it at the moment? Like it's it's underfunded. Uh, well, uh, you know, it's definitely. Hmm. It's definitely underfunded, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that says enough there. Yeah. That says it, right? Yeah. That's the dinosaur. Hmm. I mean it's it's hard you know, it's hard to get money for it. Hmm. But but uh, you know, like I say, anything helps. We we need chemicals and you know. I feel, I feel like if you did this in a different country they would they would nearly fund it entirely. If you do this do this you in know, China, they would well, pay for the whole thing. They probably would, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I've 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 got a number of larger donors as well, but it, you know, it's kind of fun to have a GoFundMe project or a GoFundMe yeah. site. Yeah. So the public so, feel they can be so part kids, of it. So kids can help too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I can imagine that, like a class doing a fundraiser to bring back dinosaurs. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Like bring back the dinosaurs, you know, some of them cookies and stuff. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Send five to five dollars to it. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you so much for getting on, sir. It's been yeah, it's been an honor. Geez, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Uh, shame Dara isn't here to say goodbye. Ah, sure, no, no one cares. Anyway, <laughs> just Dara. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, my apologies. Uh, oh, Jesus, all right, here's back. Uh, I'm sorry, I got a call on the landline. All right. Well. <laughs> Fair enough. Those things are nearly as old as dinosaurs, man. Come on, just get a phone. So yeah, um, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we're in the episode here, and uh, you know, take it handy. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. All right.